I just want to greet you, church, in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, special acknowledgement for... Um, uh, do we use doctor or pastor? <laughs> yeah, special thanks to Pastor Mashangu and his wife and the leadership of the church you know, for allowing me to come and share the word of God, for inviting me, actually. Amen. Amen. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm happy to be here. I'm just here to share the love of Christ with you. There's nothing spectacular that I have brought. I've just come to share the love of Christ with you. And afterwards, we will just have fellowship. And, of course, as occasion, you know, permits how you do it, we have fellowship one with another. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what I have come to do. And then I'll just give you a verse of scripture. I'm talking today on the topic called the government on his shoulders. The government on his shoulders. I'm trying to contain myself. I don't want to get ahead of myself too quickly. I'm trying to contain myself because this is a subject that I'm passionate about. Um, when we planted, when I planted, you know, the, the first church, it was very clear that it would be called Governor's Assembly. The Assembly of Governors. Because we are called and given a governmental mandate as the church. And so the church is not just a group of people that gather together, dance and roll on the floor. As much as that is also nice, if the Holy Spirit will tickle us from time to time, it's also good. But the main purpose of the church is government. It's government. The main purpose of the church is the very thing the church is walking away from. The, the place of the church is the very place the church is walking away from. The place of the church. If you check the word ecclesia, and I'll read a verse of scripture. The word ecclesia. It's, very, it's a very uh, nice word which is used to describe the church. When Jesus says, upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Matthew 16 verse 18. That word was used as a secular word in ancient Greek. It was used to describe government parliamentarian figures. The gathering of parliamentarian people. The gathering of political people, so to speak. The gathering of a people that will meet to decide on the direction of the region. That will meet to decide on the direction of particular territories. And God is trying to point us today to the same principle that that is the place of the church. Uh, hence I said the church, the place for the church is where the church is trying to move away from. You see, yes, yeah, so Isaiah chapter number 9 verse number 6, the Bible says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. If you are familiar with simple things shoulder connotes contention one that is where joseph was sent to his brothers 
the name of the place if you check it in hebrew it means shoulder which is the place of contention to shoulder will connote responsibility and so when the bible says the government shall be upon his soldiers so shoulders it means he's the one charged with the responsibility to expand the kingdom of the father on earth hence we always say kingdom expansion is for sons it's not for children when the kingdom is to advance people need to apprehend a sonship mentality otherwise they will not be able to even understand their responsibilities in the structure or the framework of the church in that particular region and so now the bible tells us that the government shall be upon his shoulders shoulders the bible says we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones we are members of the body of christ consequently the mandate for kingdom expansion rests on the shoulders of the church am i am i talking am i in the right place the responsibility for kingdom expansion is consequently on the shoulders of the church let me take you a little bit backwards and then we will come back this way in genesis chapter number one verse number 26 the bible is so clear let us make men in our image you know the story after our likeness let them have dominion mentions the fish of the sea over all the earth over every creeping thing that creeps upon the face of the earth but then i took interest in the word dominion because you cannot have dominion if you don't have a domain thus the kingdom from the beginning was territorial in nature that where we talk about the local church where we talk about believers anywhere the key determining common factor must be territory they are interested in taking over territories and converting them into embassies of the kingdom of heaven that god sent adam as the first picture of our responsibility for kingdom expansion for him to extend the influence of heaven on earth make earth to be like heaven that's all adam that's your assignment step in there reveal the glory when the trees see you let them see my glory when you talk to them they will respond when the fish sees you let them see my glory when you talk to them they will respond when the lions and the bears see you let them see my glory when you talk to them they will respond as though it is my voice because you are my voice on earth am i talking and so now <clears throat> if that is the case then it means <laughs> you know i become very disappointed when people like people that people start discussing things like okay now like but i become very concerned i become concerned i become concerned because we are supposed to be meeting to decide how we're going to take over the city. 
was supposed to be meeting to identify the pillars that runs the economy of the province. We're supposed to be meeting to discuss the pillars that runs the province. What are the things that drive this province? These are the messages that make some of us to be the greatest enemy of the kingdom of darkness. It is because when we step into a place, whether it be a village, whether it be a city, the first thing is, what is it that runs this city? If you were in Switzerland, you will understand that the economy, the backbone is banking. Then it will be incumbent then upon us to identify that cluster of the economy for a takeover. Because as long as it is in the hands of the wicked, a lot of things will happen. A lot of things that will, will disadvantage you, though you are supposed to be advantaged as a child of God, but you are not involved in the thick of things, in the greater scheme of things. The main purpose of us coming here is territory. We're not here to fill up the earth and just to subdue it. No, we subdue it and replenish. When, when we are here, we must be felt that we have stepped in when we have taken over. Now, we may not be where we want to be yet, but at least let there be direction of where we are going as the children of God. <laughs> so, so, so he says, listen, listen here. The government shall be upon his shoulders. The government shall be upon his shoulders. Yes, government turns around and then shows us that no, actually the word ecclesia, you may sound so theological but it was a secular word in ancient Greek. It was used to describe sometimes members of a council of a particular region or district or a municipality so to speak. Mm. Members of a council of a particular region and uh, the arm of government in that particular region, in our case, is municipalities, district municipalities, and local municipalities in our case. If it was to be applied in secular terms, but then it opens us up to something to understand that what God had in mind for us was not just kanya kanya ote ote kadikulu ote was something deeper than that was there was something deeper when god created us he had something in mind he had territory in mind take over and this is what the roman empire emulated and imitated they take the military, gets into a region in Israel, besiege it, put the governor. <laughs> they put their own governor that will teach them the language of Rome, the behavioral patterns and the culture of Rome. That becomes another little Rome. And Jesus came and said, this is the right time to preach the kingdom message of colonization. Because at least the people now understand what colonization is. This is about colonization. Not only the colonization of the region, the colonization of every other sphere of life. <laughs> Do you understand that 
when a person becomes a lawyer in church, becomes the highest ranking advocate and so on and so forth, sometimes he might become a victim of corruption because we have not made him to understand that you are a special agent conceived from the bellies of your way, sent into the field of law to take over. Therefore, do not compromise. So, so, so because, because we don't discuss these things in kingdom perspectives, people feel that now that I'm a lawyer, I, I don't have to do, but we need to have that lawyer understanding that no, 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 I have not yet started. That is why I give half of my earnings. That is why I fast when it's time to fast. That is why I still go to the mountain to pray. That is why I still go away for a prayer retreat, though I'm a lawyer. Do you understand? It is because this thing is deeper than intellect. It's deeper than me interpreting the law. I'm going higher. There is a place God wants me, a place of influence, where I get to be part of the deciding group of how the country is supposed to be. <laughs> you, know, you know that there are people, what they do, what I, I don't know. I was saying I was preaching yesterday at a 80th birthday of my cousin, who's a bishop. Um, I was saying that Jesus had to say it because he knew we were going to have a problem. He had to say, "Be as wise as serpents, as innocent as a dove," because he knew we are going to have a problem. Once people become born again. They don't want to think anymore. So Jesus, Jesus so foresaw it. Jesus foresaw it. And after foreseeing it, he said, guys, you must be as wise as serpents, as innocent as a dove. <laughs> don't ever find yourself. Don't ever find when you're going rato shaliaba, sento kiaba, raso tekeleba. It's because you are trying to download divine intelligence. You're not just making noise. You're trying to download. You are searching for the frequency of the spirit. There's something that must be downloaded. I am not just speaking in tongues for the sake of speaking. There's a download that must take place. In the realm of the spirit, I must be plucked in because there are so many things that must happen. And I must be the one to catch the frequency of the spirit. That's the idea. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus foresaw it. He said, ah, you know what? Please think. Please, please. Before he even died, he prophesied, be innocent as a dove, but be as wise as a serpent. What he's trying to say is that the meeting or the gathering of the saints. Aish. Let me not get ahead of myself. So, 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 there is a certain passage of scripture. Let me read two passages of scripture and I know they will take me somewhere where I will close. Two passages of scripture. They will take me somewhere where I will close. Let's go to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 12. Let's go to Hebrews, chapter number 12. I want to show you something. And we're going to go again to Psalm 82, verse 1. 
I want you to listen very carefully. But ye come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly, underline general assembly, and church of the firstborn. Okay, there's that governmental body again. Which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all. That's another judicial term, judge. It's from judiciary, isn't it? And to the spirits of just men made perfect. That's another deeper concept. Spirits of just men made perfect. Let's just dissect this whole concept of the general assembly only. Let's just deal with the general assembly only. Okay? In Psalm 82 verse number 1, the Bible says, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. Okay? This one, in Hebrews chapter number 12, talks about the general assembly and church of the firstborn. General assembly and church of the firstborn. There is a people, according to that passage, that participates in deep kingdom matters that pertains to nations, regions, and communities, according to that passage. However, they participate in this way. We have gathered together like this. So as we gather together like this, I give the word of God. Now, as I give the word of God, you will then discover that out of the verses that I give, there are legislative declarations that are supposed to be made. So, this gathering is like a mini parliament of heaven. In a sense, that we don't just come to fellowship, but we have come to make and decree laws into the realm of the spirit. We have gathered together part of the general assembly and church of the firstborn. I've already shown you that when we say church, we don't just mean what many people think. It is a group of people that are diplomats, that are governmental, that are kingdom government figures. So when they meet, they make decrees. So if I stand here and say, you shall live and not die. It's a parliamentarian declaring a decree that becomes a law in your life forever. Unless we master the understanding that we must function from the throne room, from the place of dominion, there are certain things we will never be able to grasp. So now when he says the general assembly and church of the firstborn, imagine, not only are we meeting like this as the saints, the angels that are in this place outnumber all of us. So we have met on the mountain of God called Mount Zion. This gathering here, it is not just a church service. It is the gathering of governmental people for kingdom advancement purposes and legislative purposes. 
that when we stand here and say over the city this is what must happen this is what must happen we keep speaking it into the atmosphere until it becomes law and we follow with actions declaration declaration we need to decide how many among us how many lawyers we must produce in the next 10 years we decide here as much as we're declaring I get, yes we must decide here how many doctors we are producing in the next 10 years as we declare hey, because after declaring God opens a door in the medical field who's going to step in there do you understand hey. and so part of the strategic framework of that local church so the local church now becomes a tactical command center it is no longer just about we have met it is a place when you come you are a kingdom strategist you open your spirit when we give you a verse of scripture already you have gone into the pathways of the spirit and after going into the pathways of the spirit you already know how this verse is going to be implemented in your life or in your business already this is what kingdom is about of course there are many other things that the kingdom is about that i may not teach today somebody else is going to teach or somebody else can teach better are you hearing what i'm saying so next week sunday come with a different perspective ebenezer thanksgiving do you know how many things will happen when you thank god you come with that perspective things are turning around for me before the end of the year things are turning for the church before the end of it's also a governmental instrument yes joseph engaged it as, as a king he engaged it praise and so then in the book of psalms he says god stands in the congregation of the mighty he says he judges among the gods go hebrews to god the judge of all but he says he judges among the gods when i carry gods already you're thinking of titikwani and all these things and all these things of ancestors i get yes it's not that is not what he's saying he will clarify it in verse 6 i said ye are gods and all of you are children of the most high god now as we are meeting he is among us he judges among us the legislative power and backing that we have is from him is among us <laughs> he judges who among the gods he's among us I said he are gods. Jesus repeats it. Is it not written in your law? I said he are gods. That's Jesus repeating it to them. You see? Now, and the thing that they were fighting about, he just said, God is my father. And they understood the revelation. If you say he's your father, you're making yourself equal with him. What that means is that you function in the frequency and in the class of God as a child of God. Okay, they communicate that way. They back. Hey. 
they communicate that way. They have a way of communicating because they're in the class of dogs. In the class of animals, subclass of dogs. Cows also, they communicate because they're in the class of animals. You know that when I, you told yourself that you're a human being, Agar, that the school that you went to said, Agar, and the way you grew up, the Bible says, I said ye are gods. I said ye are gods. That's what the Bible says. And Paul comes and struggles to describe who you are. He says, I will just say he's a new creation. When I look at him, I see God. Some say he's a human being, but when I look at him, I see God. What do I say about this person? He's a new creation. One time. And then others came. Like Derek Prince, they said, they introduced the concept of the God-man race. It's a new type of race. It's a different type of race. It's a race in which God and men have come together to form one creature. God and men come together to form one creature. That when you step out of this place, you step out carrying God. Step into your business, you step in carrying God. You step into your workplace, you're carrying God. That's how it is. You're carrying, you're a God carrier. You carry God. As he himself has said, I will dwell in them and I'll move among them. I'll be their God and they shall be my people. That's him. I say, what that means is that the Bible says, he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Joined unto the Lord is one spirit. One day, let me give you this testimony. One day, they said there's a, a young man who's mad. But I think he's a young man, but he was older than me, maybe two years older. I was on a fast. I was very reluctant. I don't like this thing of mad people. Because you know a mad person can just take an X. I cannot just slap it any, any, anyhow, anytime. When you're going there to assist. Okay. So the sister picked me up. We went. Cut a long story short, I struggled. Don't worry, it was not one of those spectacular ones where I say, Jesus, and then he falls. and I, We struggled with him. Because we wanted to pray for him. He ran away. He go, went around the yard. to busy. But he said something. Then I said, ah, now I'm tired and now I'm fasting. Pen. This brother of yours, this brother of yours who's mad, what must I do with him? Okay, I sit under a tree in that yard. Then after a while I stand up. The sister is standing here. The boy is there. You know what he said? He said something. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. That is when I'll never forget. He said, sister, the person standing behind you is God. He said, God is there standing behind you. That is God right there standing behind you. You know what? Cut a long story short. I, there was no miracle that happened for him there. We ended up taking him to hospital. Yes, he became fine. <laughs> Injections and everything, he became fine. He's, he's okay. But for me, what is important is that he identified me as God. So the demon looked. The demon spotted God. 
That is what matters. I said you are God. And so the legislative powers that we have, we gather together and we legislate. We gather together and say doctors are coming out of this congregation. Magistrates are coming out of this congregation. And we declare sound politicians are coming out of this congregation. And we declare all these things that form part of the pillars that runs our society. And we go for a strategic planning and work out a template of how these kids are going to be encouraged to go to school and get all these things that we want. And set the time and set the target. And then we move. Now, it may not happen in your lifetime. Maybe. We don't know. Especially if we're talking about kids now. We're talking about maybe some are five at 10, 11 years or so. Because the, maybe this one is the next advocate, is the next Tulima Tonzela, or is the next whoever. But at the end of the day, we shall have raised people that have grown through the ranks, that have become accustomed to kingdom perspective. And they step in there, and they do good. Not only do they take those positions, they mentor others. That's what Barcelona, they don't want to do. They want to testify alone. Now, you, you have to tell us you're a doctor. How many young people are you mentoring in that field? You can't just say you're a doctor. For what? For yourself? No. Kingdom dictates we need more of you. Duplicate yourself. Imagine if Jesus didn't have 12 disciples. Would you have the gospel? Never. You wouldn't have it. But in leadership, you replicate yourself. He reproduced himself. And here we are. We are still his disciples. Hallelujah. Let's stand on our feet. Worship team.